Hello everyone. Today I am being really honored. I got the chance to interview a doctor from Sweden, Dr. Simon Kersey, and he will provide some facts for us in this time of need. We don't really know what is going on and if there will ever be a vaccine available. Anyway, so I have decided to make this special interview on my podcast. I adore this guy. I have known him for his entire life. Yes, we're kind of related, kind of not. So without further ado, I will introduce you guys to Dr. Simon Kersey. Hi, Simon. Hi, Netta. Hello there. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being on the show. How's it going? Oh, thank Thanks, you. Thank, thank you for having me. Yes. It's, uh, I just said earlier, it's such an honor to have you on my show. You're kind of the smartest person that I know. So I feel like <laughs> the, all the stupid... Americans, all the stupid people over here that don't know anything about anything, will finally get some answers. So, well, I, I I hope I can shed light on something regarding something, but I wouldn't say that I'm a very smart person. I just I just met a lot of people who are really smart, and then I tried to pick some stuff up on the way. Yeah, I think that's kind of the way it goes. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I hope so. But it's anyways really nice to hear your voice, and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Um, so I'm just gonna dive right into it. Um, the whole mask thing. Why do they think that it works here? Like that's like a big issue because the Swedes don't wear masks. Swedes, no. So, so the Swedes um, globally, it's it. Sweden differs a lot from all the other countries, more or less. Uh, so in Sweden, we don't wear masks. Every, anywhere mm-hmm. um, and some the the, um, the opinion on that is a bit divided also within Sweden so some people think that everyone should be wearing masks uh, and they actually compare that to peeing your pants which is interesting uh-huh. so so the idea is that if you would pee without pants you might pee on someone else. So if everyone walks around pantless, then I would pee on someone, that person would get pee on them. So if I wear pants, you will see a, a huge stain of pee on my pants, and worst case, someone touches me, and you get wet, because the person in front of me isn't wearing pants. But if both people wear pants, then the idea is that even if I pee my pants, the person in front of me won't get any pee on their skin so the the same metaphor the same Mm. thing goes for masks on one hand on the other hand the infection itself when if we're talking about corona which is the the uh the uh talk of the century feels like um it's it's not an airborne infection uh, or airborne virus in that sense it's it's a i think in english you call it droplet infection Okay. Uh, which means that to get infected, you need to get uh, drops on you mm-hmm. or into your system containing the virus. Um, 
that is truth with modification because if someone is in the uh, intensive care unit with all of these different uh, apparatus connected to you, then, then in very, very severe cases it could be airborne, but in general on the streets, not at all. Wow. So you can't, you can't contage someone, you can't, you can't give away the infection or however you say in English from, from one person to another with a few yards distance. That's impossible. Wow. So thank you for saying that. Uh, also, the whole social distancing, um, I, I mean, I don't know what it looks like in, in Sweden right now, but here it's, you know, wherever you go, if you're on the train, on the platform, there's a mark where you're supposed to stand. Same goes to when you are in a store. And do you think that that's how the way that it should be? Is does that like the, the solution for this problem is to social distance yourself? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> also complicated. It's it's a very it's a very good question. It's also huh. a bit complicated because <laughs> I wouldn't say the the thing is. I think from the very beginning, it, the entire world globally uh, used the expression social distance, yes. which is is a uh, which I would say is a pity because it's about in at, at most it's about physical distance. But not so much social distance. Uh, but but n- nevertheless, uh, we have they have those marks as well in Sweden in cafes and in stores, okay. um, and uh, in some places, not everywhere. But but again, it's not. I I won't be infected if I'm standing in front of someone in line who is standing. I don't know. You do yards and inches. I'm not that. I'm not that familiar with those feet. terms. It's but a six feet, so they say six feet, which equals two meters. Is okay, so say, okay, so six feet. Mm-hmm. So so it doesn't matter if it's six feet, three feet, two feet. Mm-hmm. If someone stands behind me and doesn't necessarily sneeze into my face while I, I inhale or pick my nose and I got some sneeze from another person on my hand, um, then it doesn't matter if it's two feet or six feet in line. So So... Practically, these um, these recommendations are more. I would say, and that's that's just speculating. But it's it's more a sense of trying to to uh, to make sure that the risk of infecting someone else by close contact is minimized on a population level. It's very smart. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think that's the idea. To be honest, mm-hmm. but no one ever no one right. ever ever told me expressively. But I I guess. Right. I noticed, I saw your interview back in April about um, as the most common thing that we hold in our hands, the actual phone. So I noticed, yes. I if you want to tell the story again, that would be awesome. Yeah, so, so in short, um, the interview for one of the newspapers here in Sweden when um, Corona actually just took off which was yeah it was maybe march april something i don't really remember when um it, it's just the idea that it's it's more important if, if you don't want to get infected and you are it, it's more it's more about being being aware of how you can get infected um so if you walk the street with great distance to everyone around you but then you walk into the supermarket and you just touch stuff and right away you pick your nose and scratch your eyes then obviously you're not aware of all the different ways you can get infected 
um, because there are bacteria and virus on everything we can see, basically. So, so the interview was about uh, the phone also being a source of infection because people tend to put it on all kinds of surfaces. You have it in your pocket, you put it on a table at some point when you sit down to eat or work. Uh, you don't know what was on that table before and then you put it in your hand. You didn't wash your hands all day, you went to the bathroom, let's say. And then towards the end of the day, you go home and you lie in bed with your phone. Uh, because some people do, and you have it on your pillow or next to you, and it is one of the most uh, dirty things that you have in your apartment or house. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone that gets infected by surface infection, so to speak, is through the phone, but it's definitely, it's definitely a possible source. Uh, which which people should yet again it's about being aware of how you can get infected um, the numbers of confirmed infection through through different surfaces and and uh, products you could say that you've touched and placed and misplaced is is not that's not that many most of the people who get infected are infected through uh, coughing and sneezing um, but but it's still it's still something to be aware of Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much for that insightful information. I feel like we just don't know what's going on. We don't even know how to stop it. And I feel like we're being so misinformed with everything. It's, there, there are a lot of things. Yeah, there are a lot of things. We, we slowly, slowly, uh, healthcare providers and scientists all over the world are learning more and more. But right. there's still a lot of things, still a lot of things that we don't really know uh, for sure. And uh, uh, all the reason to be a bit cautious if you work on a, a national level. That's why all these distance uh, recommendations exist, I believe. But um, there's also a balance because, yeah, of course, you could, you could decide to keep everyone locked in and not see a single person. And then, obviously, if you don't see anyone for a month, then during that month, hopefully, you won't get infected. Like, how could you? Mm. But at the same time, what are the costs for those kinds of actions? And that's a balance that is difficult, and I don't think there is a right answer. But no. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about your own show. You started your own podcast, um, Sick Facts. I'm trying to find, like the perfect translation for that sentence. I guess yeah. big facts, you know, with that uh, that cool attitude. Because what you talk about is, you know, myth or facts. What made yes. you start your own show? Um, so the idea actually came from my brother because I'm not myself that used to uh, podcasts or listening to them. Um, but I was a bit frustrated at times uh, by uh, some people attending or, or uh, coming to me at the ER uh, asking for help mm. with things that aren't really equivalent with with the help of the ER. Um, and then it made me realize that who's I can't blame a single person for not knowing how to ask for help and which help to ask for because that also requires a level of education and a level of knowledge, yeah. uh, which might not exist on a broad scale towards the public and if that's so then 
it's the education you need to you need to attend and not not individuals so so my brother suggested that a podcast is an easy way to to uh, to try to teach people and then in a sense of uh, learning things in an easygoing way we we uh, decided to do it through uh, it's like a mythbuster thing but uh, within the medical science uh, department wow it's very impressive does do you feel like your life has changed drastically since this disease started because i know that you i don't know if you work more hours or uh, yeah we do it's um uh, effectively more or less six days a week instead of five which which presentially is is a lot more and wow. it's also i notice it a lot from also less spare time and less time with family and friends and such during these months uh, obviously but we also work uh, really weird times and uh, it's it's been a challenge for sure and people get really really uh, sick and uh, i'm i'm in a sense it's very it's good that not everyone is aware of how how bad it could get but at the same time you want people to have a a respect for the disease but a respect that is not not radical in any way not uh, that you completely lock yourself inside because you also need to live and it's not necessary in order to stay away from infection uh, and at the same time we have people in sweden uh, like you said also that sweden does it differently and not wearing masks mm -hmm. to a great extent but at the same time we have those people who you have one person with corona and then that person gathers 150 of their uh, friends and friends of friends and then they have a huge party just in in order to get as many people as possible infected thinking that that will solve their their summer from uh, having to get ill uh, and falling ill so that's also not a good thing because some of the these people who did that got really really sick yeah. so it's it's a balance and it's about maturity and also listening to some guidelines and also using using your head basically uh, use your head are you worried that you're gonna get sick not not personally mm -hmm. um i'm not n no i would the short the short answer is no okay. and but, but it that doesn't mean that if i would if i would get infected i could also get really really sick but i don't know chances are that i won't but but this virus has proven to us that no no age will 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 guarantee that you won't get really sick but the the risk is slimmer the younger you are right that's that's also that was my next question of age um, yes it's it just got so completely out of hand especially in this country and especially uh, also with California and Arizona they opened the, con the states too quickly and now they're back yeah. on lockdown which yeah. is beyond heartbreaking but yeah. anyway because yes I was talking I was thinking about traveling to California like I do every summer and um, do you feel like people should fear travel uh, not necessarily I think that if you if, if you really want to 
if if someone who's listening to this or someone who's really who really wants to understand what is what is smart let's say that's not the perfect word but my english is too bad for me to express this perfectly but your english is if perfect. you want to yeah but to be it's kind of like being street smart but mm. being street smart when it comes to infection so in order to to do that you need to learn a bit more about how infections work and i know personally from watching youtube videos and stuff that are from different states in in the states in the united states that there is a lot of also false arguing uh, regarding how this virus works so i think it's not a problem to travel around the country as long as you uh, take necessary precautions which does not have to be that you wear a mask at all times everywhere uh-huh. um uh, that's not the precaution i would say the best thing you can do is to bring hand sanitizers to keep your hands clean because sometimes you 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 touch stuff that you don't know where it's been and you don't know uh, what you might get on yourself but just keep your hands clean as much as possible uh, don't make out with people you don't know oh uh, damn If you if they're really nice then you could consider it. It's 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 like a risk reward thing. I know. It's But like that question you have to ask them, have you uh, been with anybody else? <laughs> exactly. Have you been with anybody else since the beginning of 2020? Exactly. Um, yes. And and um no, so I think hand sanitizers and of course if you're if you're at a I don't know, if you're in Sweden you're not allowed to gather more than if 50 people in one uh, in one closed space um because it gets too tight and with that the risk increases that someone it uh, might get infected by someone else due to the coughing sneezing thing uh, but if you're outdoors and that risk is uh, basically zero wow so stay outdoors as much as possible when you're among people keep your hands clean and you should be more or less fine wow that was the the best ending on that topic where, <laughs> so when you are able to travel where in the world would you want to go new zealand oh okay just because i haven't been and also it made me bit, i got a bit uh, i don't know ab- is it called abstinence yes it it, it yes. Is, yes so it's it, it's like a travel abstinence and then i just thought that new zealand is really far away And at the moment I just want to get really far away from everything and also they have oh. they are barely barely um, uh, <laughs> um what is it called they, they don't have them in that many infected people there I yeah. think yeah latest thing I heard yes you're right you're absolutely right about that um, yeah it's it that's the big question like people are thinking where would you go when this all ends the, the yeah. big thing in the big picture will it end this year I mean that's a question yeah. that nobody I, really knows no that's I know scary. and also I actually for for my show I interviewed someone who is mm-hmm. who is an expert well, I wanted to know more about vaccines so I yes. talked to a woman regarding that because uh, usually creating a vaccine could take 20 to 30 years which is a time that doesn't that's not an option in this case no um 
So, so we walked through a few things and a few steps necessary to take in order to, to create one much faster. But her qualified guess was that a, a very a well-working vaccine won't be on the market earlier than next year uh, if everything goes as planned. I know there are speculations and there are news uh, around the world now since last week stating that there might be a vaccine coming out. Uh, but in order to do all the different uh, security protocol um, tests that you need to make before giving this to human people uh, and not risking them being sick or giving them something that could cause a secondary reaction, um, she didn't think that it will be on the market until next year. But only, I guess, time will tell. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Time definitely will tell. Um it has been such an honor to have you here. I don't think you understand how much this means to me and how much you mean to me. So without... Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, thank you so much and give my love to the family. And, and I always say to the guest, any final words? So, yes. Yeah. Uh... I don't want to end with a cliche by saying take care of one another. So I will say take care of yourself uh, and also just have fun and enjoy enjoy life, which I realize now also is a cliche. <laughs> but I realized after working with all these families to people who got really ill, mm. uh, and most people who got ill were also really sick before and really old, but... Uh, they were sometimes had like taken too soon. Um, so just enjoy, enjoy life and go travel to California and do all kinds of things within the boundaries of the law, of course. Of course. But, uh, but enjoy, enjoy the summer and um, be, uh, be smart. Be smart. Yay, I love that. <laughs> <laughs>